everybody. Welcome to another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am your host, Miss Barbie Berg. We are also here with my producer, Nick Galetti. Hello. And we have a special guest, because and Steve is gone. He is coming back from a flight today. So we have Miss Kristen Sokol. The, well, hello. The, the Miss Kristen, Kristen Sokol. Sokol. It's so lovely to be with you both. We oh. love that you're here. She's being all proper. What's going I know. on? <laughs> She'll loosen up. Don't you worry. Yeah. And Lauren Harnbrook is not here. She just had a baby. Congratulations. We are so excited for her. Congratulations, Lauren. So, but we, I just needed, I needed to have more Kristen time. Well, I'm just pleased as punch <laughs> to be here. And, well, and because yeah. I was just telling you guys earlier before we started recording, Barbie Does Dating is one of my very best referral sources. <laughs> this is great. The, the content that you put out helps people. At least it helps them find me, which I appreciate. <laughs> well, she's your biggest cheerleader. I she's am. constantly... I talking about your it. your how not only good you do for her, but the good you've done for other people mm. in your various seminars that she's put mm -hmm. on and whatnot. Mm. So. You're amazing. That's so thank you. I That's just so love nice. you. That's so nice. <laughs> I would be nowhere, and I would have no one were it not for you. <laughs> that is it's not true. Even remotely true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, we'll pretend that's true, but it's it not. is true. So this is the dating coach for both you and Steve. and Steve. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I haven't met a with you in fun. a little while just because. Yeah, you've been traveling. We, I've been traveling. I know. and But let's get you back on my schedule. I know. I need to. And I go out of town next week. And then uh, I go. Me too. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to Banff, Alberta, Canada. <gasps> are you going to? Well, it's too cold. You can't go to the National Park, can you? I'm going to the National Park. Is it open right now? Yes. Oh, I'm jealous. Yes. I'm going to ice skate <laughs> on Lake Louise. I'm going dog sledding. <gasps> One of my coaching colleagues, um, she was actually my assigned best friend at the University of Texas. Assigned best yes, friend? Yes, they assigned everybody a best <laughs> right. friend. I didn't even know and that And then you, we had to practice our coaching techniques like on each other oh, okay. when I was in, in doing my graduate program there. And <laughs> she lives in San Francisco. You told me about and her. And she has just my dearest friend. And she's is has a work retreat that she got to take a plus one on. And she's taken me. And we're staying to at Canada. the Fairmont Resort. It's like Whoa. the Scottish castle in the Canadian uh -huh. Rockies. I think it's like one of the spendiest hotels in all of Canada. Heck yes. Nice. And we're going dog sledding. And we're going to skate on Lake Louise. And we're going to go on these waterfall hikes. I've got like crampons for my shoes. Waterfall hikes? It. Yeah. The yeah. Waterfalls I've actually never are heard of that. Frozen. Well, yeah. But I guess I would have it's figured it It's just like being in then. Arendelle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be singing. And I've been growing my hair out really long so I can braid. That's know. right. <laughs> yeah. Your hair anyway. really would look cool in those like... The Viking braids yes. that they do. Oh, that'd yes. be amazing. You do, and I'm literally, I would like to cut it, but I haven't because I'm going to wear pigtails yeah. and do all the kinds of weird things oh, with it's it. Oh, it's going to be so cute. Wait so, till you see those pictures. Oh my oh. gosh, the dynamic is so different with two ladies instead of two guys. We're <laughs> 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 talking about hair. I think our last episode, we even had a fart reference, and oh, now yeah. we're talking about hair. Gross. <laughs> See, you know what? I am excited to be, have more girls than boys this time. Yeah, so good. I'm happy to tip the <laughs> dynamic in our favor. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm, okay, well, let, we should probably talk about dating. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about dating? Is so, that what we do on this show? Eh, oh, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> sometimes if we get around to it and feel like it. Mm. So I wanted to have Kristen on for a few episodes. We're going to do at least two with her, but we'll probably mix them up or something. But we wanted to talk, talk about a couple different things. But Kristen has something she wants to talk about that is called your, what do you call it? I call this my formula for success. Love it. 
Okay. Formula for success. Yes. Talk to us. All right. Well, I've been working in this industry for almost 20 years. Really? Can you believe it? Yeah. So I was just calculating that I met my husband, Steve, 19 years ago, almost to the day. And shortly after we got engaged or married, mm -hmm. I started helping my friends with their profiles because we met online mm -hmm. and I'm, don't hate me. <laughs> like Why would three we weeks hate after you? I got online, we met my husband. That's a great thing. That's, I know, but that's encouraging. I feel, I feel like, I feel like you didn't bratty. suffer enough. I is didn't what suffer it is. enough. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't suffer enough. Didn't but we just found and he's perfect. <laughs> um, so I started helping friends mm -hmm. because I loved online dating. I was a, a newspaper reporter and I was an awkward dater. And so getting to know people and like dating through the written word was like aces in my book. I loved it. And then I met this great guy and it was over. <laughs> and so I started helping friends. How old were you? I was 26. Okay. Yeah. So I started helping friends and then their friends and then their friends. And these, they were getting married. Like these, like I was helping them connect those dots and yeah. they were finding their person and getting married. And I figured out lots of, you know, after I had done this for 10 or 12 or 15 people, I kind of figured out how to game the algorithms that drive the online dating platforms. So you can get your profile tagged as a popular one. I know what you have to do in order mm -hmm. to do that. And then that just has driven me, you know, deeper and deeper into figuring out dating and all the pressures off because I don't need to date anymore. Right. So it's just like a curious study yeah. with none of the panic thinking and none of the panic behavior. And I have figured out a lot of things over the years. Yeah. And this brings us to our topic. So now I've been working here <laughs> in and around, you know, I've worked for a matchmaking firm. I've, yeah. you know, done professional coaching, executive coaching. But the only thing I really love is helping people connect. So if you want executive coaching, I'll refer you out. <laughs> so I find that incredibly boring. <laughs> Um, so here's my formula for success. This is not backed in research or data. I have a lot of insights that are. This is the gospel of Kristen Sokol. This is what I have found really works. Okay. Right. Um, and when there's elements of this that are broken, this is what causes people to stay stuck for a long time. Okay. Okay. So here's the formula for success. Sharpen your pencils. <laughs> All right. Done. Believe. Is that the first step? Oh. No. Yes. <laughs> no. I just want to give everybody time to grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Okay. It's belief. Okay. Plus strategy. Plus accountability. Mm -hmm. Plus luck or fate. Or we could say God's timing if you're a faithful person. Fill okay? in the blank. And the thing that I have come to realize about fate or God's timing is that it's almost on like a lunar type calendar where it's regularly coming around, right? There's a, there's a full moon period where your luck is on. But when you are combining a, your positive mindset with really good strategies mm -hmm. and you're accountable to those strategies for long enough to let the magic happen, do you notice and can take advantage of the window of luck or God's timing that's in front of you? Okay, so that's what equals your happy ever after. So think about that. that. Okay. Then <laughs> the, the really useful part is we can look at reasons we're stuck. And I'll bet you a dollar that you can 
attribute the reason you're stuck to not having one of those three categories. Okay. And also, I would like to point out that three of the four things are totally in your control. Sometimes we feel so powerless mm-hmm. in dating, like, I just, I want it to be natural. And so it just has to, I just have to random happen upon this. And it isn't necessarily true. There's a lot that we can do to prepare and be preparing. And then we can take advantage of the luck when it comes. So if you're stuck, are you stuck because you're stuck in a negative mindset where you're expecting bad things to happen? And so they are. Or are you using bad faulty strategy or maybe no strategy? Mm -hmm. Is that your issue? Or she keeps it, looking at me a lot. And there's I'm like, only Why two people stuck? in this room. <laughs> <laughs> She's used to talking to you. But, <laughs> it's true. But it's lots of eye contact. I'm like, you're looking into my soul. Why am I stuck? Anyways, sorry, wow, hit I'm pigeons sorry. a flutter, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, or it. the last thing, accountability. Are you on and off? Are you all in on the apps and then, or do you, and then you delete the apps because you get frustrated mm-hmm. and you're out? Right. So accountability is is an issue. And so we can look at ourselves and our history and our own behavior and we can think, hmm, which one am I struggling with or which ones? Right. But we can improve. Yeah. In any of those categories. Thoughts. I love that. Dick, what are your thoughts as someone who has been married for a long time? I had a lot of luck. That's not fair. But no, I, yeah. It, it, there was a, there was cer- certainly some luck. Could you repeat the formula again, the, the first three things? It costs extra, but I'll do it. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll okay. give you a pen. All right. I told you to get a pen before, but I will repeat it. <laughs> it's belief plus strategy plus accountability mm-hmm. plus luck. Okay. Fate, God's timing. So... For me, I think the the part that I'm the most curious about, if curious is the right word. I love the word curious. Did Barbie is, tell you that? No. No. <laughs> no. She doesn't she love does that word. It. She doesn't prep very much for us. <laughs> Barbie <laughs> doesn't prep at all. <laughs> she, she hates it because he'll always be messaging me and be like, so what are we talking about? I'm like, I don't know. I'll tell you when I get there. We'll He's like, give out. me a topic. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of having a strategy Mm-hmm. Is is curious when you're talking about luck, mm. because how do you have a strategy that is kind of dependent somewhat on luck, mm. or is it dependent on luck? I don't think it's dependent on luck. Okay. You can have good strategy, and luck cannot be in your favor. And you know those good strategies are sometimes for naught. Um, but if we keep deploying good strategies, when that window of luck opens for you, you're gonna notice it, and you're gonna be able to jump through it. So, so that's what I would say. Okay. So could you give an example of what you mean by a strategy? Yes, I'll give you an example. Okay. So if I am wanting to meet somebody and I don't want to meet them online because it doesn't feel natural or Mm -hmm. I'm opposed to it or I'm frustrated with online or it's the same thing or, you know, I think they're full of crummy people. Yeah. There's good reasons not to go online. I still think you should do it, but that's, these are some of the thoughts that Mm -hmm. I hear. Well, then my, what's my strategy going to be? Because, you know, if I'm a woman in my 40s or late 30s or 50s or whatever, it's hard to intersect with enough, like, people that I don't, that aren't already in my network. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm, I need a strategy. So what I need to do is meet more people. And and one way, and this is a common example, Bob, Barbie's probably heard me say it. I probably tried to talk you into it, too. But um, let's talk about pickleball. Okay. Right? I 
if I want to meet people who are active, like me, who like to have fun, like me, I got to put myself in a place where they are. And pickleball is Very an up and coming popular mm -hmm. sport. Lots of single people play pickleball and people from age 16 to 95 can play pickleball. And you can find your niche and there's all kinds of forums and communities mm -hmm. and different courts and leagues and tournaments. It's a really great place to meet people. And that's always changing. Like I almost feel like pickleball is like the second best thing. If you don't want to be in online dating, be in a pickleball <laughs> league, you know, because you're going to intersect with a lot of people and have an opportunity to do something active and have conversation. And those are the best kinds of dates. Okay. Right. We now need to start a pickleball league for singles. We need to have a get together. A, a I'm Barbie sure does one dating That would be really event. fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I have pickleball shoes and. And rackets and all that They're stuff. They're shoes? shoes? They're indoor court shoes, but oh, they actually are marketed as pickleball hot. shoes. Oh, that was my I, Christmas present. I will just sit and keep score. Barbie does not play sports of any kind. <laughs> and so, but I will keep track. Of so she would have a different strategy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's not your strategy. So let me give mm -hmm. you another one. Um, I want to meet people, uh, men. Who are outdoorsy, mm -hmm. right? That's the Barbie strategy. Yeah. Barbie likes rednecky and outdoorsy. One thing I know about Barbie, <laughs> may I reveal information sure, about Sure, of you? course. Barbie likes um, motorsports. Barbie likes to do outdoor recreation in anything that has a motor. Yes. Right? So Barbie ought to be hitting up the uh, RV show when it comes through the <sighs> expo center. Yes, I right? should and actually. The boat show. <laughs> That's because a great there's idea. There's a lot She's of... She's already getting a little hand like, here. Right? She's like, Barbie should put herself in places where she could meet um, meet some guys that do the things that she that is true. likes to do. Yeah. Right? So the gun show, the boat show. Mm -hmm. Like, I always keep my eye on the schedule of the expo <laughs> center because I often refer my clients to take their dates there. That's actually a great idea. That would actually be such a fun date. Wouldn't it? Oh my gosh, I would love that date. You know what? I what if I I referred this to one of my boy clients. I call everybody a boy or a girl. Yeah. So anyway, boy client um, looking for interesting date ideas. And I was telling him, oh, check out the Expo Center. They always have interesting things going That's on. A great idea. So he's going on a date there. I think it's in April. Yeah, but it's the Jurassic Quest. It's what where they that? have all those Jurassic like Quest. animatronic <gasps> dinosaurs that, that are like walking amazing. around the Expo Center. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stoked. You are speaking Barbie's language. Like, this. wouldn't that be so fun to go get your picture taken with a scary, scary T-Rex? Absolutely. <laughs> I would take that over dinner and a movie any right? day of the week. Yeah. So, so anyway, these are your different strategies. You're, yeah. you're talking about finding events or leagues or some yes, type of communal... Communities. Yes. That, that Communities. She, yeah. Yes. So uh, if I, you know, if I don't want to do this, what do I want to do instead? How am I going to fit this need? And then we got to figure out some solutions that would help us to do that. Um, another one, this is this is what I talked about. I was on Good Things Utah yeah, yeah. today. Um, I said, how about a model train convention? You know, if I were a, yeah. if I were a 50 plus year old woman, there's a yeah. lot of like, you know, hobbyist model train guy and their place is crawling with men it's true and you know who's not there a lot of women <laughs> okay and here's my here's my tier two strategy okay okay so once we're at the boat show or the rv show yeah. or the model train convention or playing pickleball and this advice comes to you um from 
Oh, I'm getting this book out like anybody can see it. <laughs> <laughs> She's even holding it up for us. Okay, so there's, there's no a book cameras. written by Patty Stinger. Do you know I who that is? I love Patty. Patty has written a book. She's the millionaire matchmaker. She's crazy. Oh, okay. seen on TV. Her. Yeah, she's crazy. She's the, the one that did that billboard? No, no, no. Different one. Okay. Different person. This is the millionaire matchmaker that had a reality TV show on. Yeah. Oh, she's okay. out of LA. She's Got it. Fabulous. She's okay. really fantastic. And she has written a book. I didn't know that. And it is pretty good. Okay. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Become Your Own Matchmaker. Eight Easy Steps for Attracting Your Perfect Mate. Hmm. There's a lot of things in this book that I could do without. But one of the <laughs> things in this book that I love is she has an extensive list of places you can meet men. Love that. So I'm not sure she sa ever said model train, but I'm definitely patterning that advice over, you know, advice I've gotten from yeah. Patty Stinger. Um, also in this book is a glorious piece of advice, which Patty calls the five-second flirt. Okay. okay. Sharpen your pencils. Here's how it works. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you make eye contact with somebody and you hold it for five seconds. You just hold eye contact. Uh-huh. And okay. smile. Okay. And then you look away. Oh. And that is like a tractor beam. It's like a tractor beam. Really? If somebody, this is another If they're of, interested. This is another, okay, we're doing that. <laughs> this is my Kristen Sokol advice. I've okay. got an acronym for everybody. Okay. Okay. And the acronym is AIR. Okay. As in every relationship needs AIR to survive. Okay. Right? Okay. And AIR stands for available. Okay. Interested. Mm -hmm. And ready. Okay. You look at a guy for five seconds and you smile at him. If he's available and he's interested and he's ready, he'll come over. Okay. Or, or, or he'll, I can or, see that. I mean, he'll meet you at the drinking fountain or he'll be he'll be lurking. Sure. Right? <laughs> there will be an opportunity. Because you now, will have caught his attention. Now, yeah. here's what we need to note. Not everybody is available mm -hmm. or ready. They might be showing up to the boat show with their brother-in-law after having just been dumped. Mm -hmm. And he's not in his space. No matter how much you, how alluring you are with your sparkling eyes and your beautiful gleaming white teeth, <laughs> if he's not ready, he's not coming. And that has nothing to do with you. We love to make everything, every bit of energy we extend out and don't receive back, we make it about us. It's because I'm not beautiful. It's because sure. my hair is not long enough. It's because I'm too fat. I'm not smart enough or cool enough or whatever yeah. it is. But it isn't always. Available, interested, or ready. Only interested has anything to do with you. So I would say two-thirds of the time, the reason why something doesn't take off or this doesn't work out is because of other factors. Hmm. So just give That's yourself well some breathing room. Yeah. Interesting. Don't make everything about you, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're both looking at me. <laughs> well, you were going to start a question. That's why no. I'm looking. Okay. So I have a Barbie piece of advice because I'm in a mid-singles ward. Obviously, that's the crowd I run with. That, to me, if you are looking for people to date or even just the networks and connections and friendships, Get really involved in your singles ward. Not just go to church, not just eh, occasionally I go to something. Go to everything you can and be an actual fixture in your ward. Mm. Be active in your calling. 
go to classes, go do these things, talk to people. If there's a mingle after church, stay, talk with people because there's so many people I know that complain that they're like, oh, there's nobody to date. I don't, I don't make enough friends. I don't do this. And it's like, okay, because I I'm guilty of this as well. And it's like, oh, well, what did you do after work today? I went and sat on my couch. Okay. And then where did you drive to to go meet people? Well, I drove to the store. So people either have to break into your house and sit on the couch with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or when you're driving to the store, they have to jump on the hood of your car. Yes. You are not giving people. Wait, you forgot about the drive-thru. Ooh, like yeah. you come knock on your window at the drive-thru. That is, well, that happens to me every day when I get my Coke. My little homeless crackheads like to come in. You know, so my little in going out with them? Mm. You know, maybe if they had on underwear and had all of their teeth, it might be nice. Wow. Such high standards. Yeah. Picky. <laughs> People laugh, but I'm like the McDonald's on North Temple that's closest to my house that I go to every day. There are literal mm. prostitutes. Yeah. There are. It's terrifying. There are homeless people that have giant like, like cuts in their pants and you realize they're not wearing any underwear and, and it's, and you offer them help. And if it's nothing but like a $20 bill, they get really mad at you. So anyways. I don't want to date. Back to your singles world. Back to my singles world. I know weeds. you got to ring me back around. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a second. What were we talking <laughs> Take, about? It just takes a minute. <laughs> I get back there eventually. But that to me is another thing that I'm like, if you are going to make the effort, because no one's forcing you to go to a singles ward either. Mm-hmm. No one's transferring your records and forcing you to go. If you are choosing to go to a singles ward, be a part of it and get to know people. Because the other thing is, even if you're not interested in dating anyone there, you might meet your elders quorum's best friend. You don't know who else is out there. This is a strategy and yeah. it's a beautiful one. So here's what I have to, here's my, here's the Kristen Sokol school of thought on, should I attend a singles ward? Okay. And the answer is, I don't care. Yep. But if you do go, and if you go, go with the mindset and the expectation that you're there to socialize and it doesn't matter who with. Yeah. It can be with women. It can be with men yep. if there are any there. Um, I, I, My word has more guys than girls. Really? At least most Sundays. Most most sing, mid-singles words I know of do. Really? Or at least it's right oh, on 50-50. Great. That's great. That's yeah. really great to hear. Yeah. Because that's that's not uh, it's not what I've seen in uh, activities mm-hmm. that I, when I oh activities is a hundred percent different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> that good is a hundred percent different. <laughs> but I'm saying I I don't have tons and tons of like client success stories where we met in a, we met in our ward. Yeah. But you're not wrong when you say I met the elders quorum you know brother's cousin. If you go and you're lovely and you're vivacious and yeah. you're alive and you're there, um, you're much more likely to get you know, buzz and setups and fix ups and, you know, friendships and, yeah. you know, joining people's <laughs> social media circles. And yeah. then you mm-hmm. have an opportunity to access other people's networks. But if you're not there, then you lose all those opportunities. Then you lose all those. And I'm the same as you. I'm like, I don't care if you go to a singles ward or a family ward. Like, you do what's best for you. But if you decide to go to a singles ward, put the effort in. Yeah, put some effort in. Yeah. And I would say if you're choosing not to go to a singles congregation i would advise you to get on at least get on their email list yeah make sure that you're hearing about the activities Uh if you don't want to worship there on sunday that's cool 
but they have a lot of goings on that you probably do want to be a part of. Yeah, because like the in my mid singles ward and all mid singles wards, like if you have children that live with you, you can't go to a mid singles ward. You can't transfer your records because you need to stay in the same ward as mm-hmm. your kids. But you're exactly right. Like that doesn't mean you can't come to family home evening or, you know, any of those things. Sure. I really, really just putting this out in the universe. I really wish the church would do a mid singles institute. I don't understand why we don't have one mm. because it could be something so great mm-hmm. and we just don't. Why can't you just go to the regular institute? Because it's for young single adults. Exclusively and deliberately or just because that's no, how it No, as far goes. as I know, it's for young single adults. I mean, it's for college age, which might end up So that's being the that. thing is they are very cautious about over 31s interacting too much with the young single adults because- Far too often you get the 40-year-old guys hitting on the 18-year-old girls and making everybody very Mm. uncomfortable. That's not weird. (laughs) Yeah. Granted, I'm all about dating older people, but that is something that, yeah, so you can't go. Like you me can't. A, like, it's a rule. Because you have to register for Institute here in Utah. Like, oh. it's a thing. And they don't have one for mid-singles. And I'm like, I just don't hmm. understand. Make it happen, Nick. I'm on it. Okay. Talk to your people. <laughs> I put it out in the universe. The powers that be. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. Barbie so, knows no one. So back to the strategy oh, thing. Yeah, it sounds okay. it sounds like a, I don't want to call it a numbers game, but when you have a strategy, you want it to be about exposing yourself to the largest opportunity pool. Yeah. So you could like pickleball. You could also like, I don't know, online games. Yeah. But online games are not likely to give you a meaningful interaction where you meet people that right. are, are even real for that right. matter. So so you're talking about finding a strategy, finding a thing that involves the most amount of actual people and the most amount of interaction yes. time. Yes. In this instance, that's what I'm talking about. Um, if something that, that is holding you back um, is crippling anxiety... Well, we need a strategy to deal with that. Yeah. So what do people do? What do people do who have crippling anxiety? And we need to list the options of what people do to deal with that. And we need to try one, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to start going to a mindfulness group. We're going to get on some kind of anti-anxiety med. We're going to start in therapy. We're going to start seeing a dating coach. We're going to do regular meditation. Like there are things that we can do to mitigate some of these obstacles that hold us back. So we were talking before about, you know, pickleball. That's if your obstacle is I don't interact with enough people, right? But if if it's crippling anxiety, yeah. well, then we have a strategy for that, right? Or if if I'm feeling frumpy, well, there's a strategy for that too. <laughs> if I'm feeling out of style, if, you know, you haven't bought a new tie in 20 years, yeah. You know, we just need to update the wardrobe. I mean, there's strategies for, for that. I love like, the word uh, frumpy. Uh, Stitch Fix. <laughs> a lot of people have these subscription clothing services. Mm-hmm. And that's a strategy for, I need to have some modern apparel and I don't <laughs> want to shop for it. So that's yeah. that's my strategy. Outsource it. You mm-hmm. know, and this is one of the things that I want to sing Kristen's praises is because a lot of people kind of don't know where to start. And don't know what to do. Kind of like, okay, I have this horrible anxiety or I have this or I have that. And people ask me all the time, like, what does a dating coach do? Because they're all just like, I don't understand. They like tell I you how to go on a date. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so much more than just she teaches you what to do on a date. Like, it's so much more like 
you sit down with her and she says, okay, let's talk. And she just has a conversation and you guys figure out what your hurdles are. Mm -hmm. And she gives you strategies and she's like, let's try this. Let's talk next week. See if it worked. Oh, it worked. Great. If it didn't, we're going to alternate and go over to this thing. So Mm -hmm. having someone there who not only holds you accountable, but also gives you professional advice of different ways to go and get around that is, it's priceless, honestly, Mm -hmm. because it's also not... When you get to work with somebody and she gets to know you as a person, it's not just listening to an audiobook or a podcast. It's not reading a self-help book. You have someone who is physically there getting to know you and saying, I'm going to tailor this to exactly what you need. Mm. And that is a big deal. You just said she's physically getting to know you. That sounds a little weird. <laughs> well, no, Why do you have to go there, Nick? <laughs> If anyone is concerned. I, just, I want to make sure that that's not what they have the impression not, of a coach. We're physically together. We're we are to physically together. This isn't a coach right you found at the McDonald's. No. Right? no. Oh my gosh, you're terrible. Okay, so I appreciate that is a high compliment and there everything you, you said is true. And I would say you don't need a coach. You don't need me to mm. do this. It's nice. You know, if if that can work out, I would love that. You're welcome to call me. But (laughs) if you get a couple of really good dating books and pick your nosiest, you know, married friend or family member (laughs) and have them, you know, invite them to check up on you and to read this book with you. That's great, too. I mean, we could really I think you could do nine tenths of what what I'm doing as a dating coach. Yeah. And they have to be a nosy married friend. Oh, because they're they're so good at following up. They oh, are. Okay. <laughs> they're the best ones. Uh-huh. Okay. Because if they're busy and they don't care too much, then they'll probably say, yeah, I'll do it. But then they won't follow up with you. And if gotcha. they're not following up, you may not do some of the things the that you're learning. The accountability piece. Yes, it's the accountability piece. Yeah. Yep. There are so many good books. And, you mm-hmm. know, Barbie thinks I'm super smart. And I probably am. She is. But most of what I have learned, I have learned from, I have a whole stack of books that I brought here. Like, I could show them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most of what I we'll have. take a picture and put it on what social. I, what I know ha- has come from, you know, these you books that exist. So these are some of my favorites. So I have Patty's book. Yeah. Like I already mentioned, there's a book. I have two books by Rachel Greenwald. Oh, yeah. Um, she's one of my faves. So she has Find find a Husband After 35 Using What I Learned at Harvard Business School. That's so right. That's a cool book. She okay. is a Harvard graduate MBA matchmaker. Wow. And she's mm-hmm. written a couple of bestsellers. Um, Ivy League matchmaker. She's a, a mentor of mine who I love dearly. Um, she. This is her. my favorite Rachel Greenwald book. is called Have Him at Hello. And its description is confessions from a thousand guys about what makes them fall in love or never call oh, back. I think I actually heard mm-hmm. that. We, did we reference it? We probably have because I have that book. It's yeah. a great one. Yeah, I think so I've heard she a lot has about that. A, she has exit interviewed a thousand guys yeah. who have been on dates that they didn't want to call her back. Yeah. And, and aggregated all the data and put it into like personality types. Yeah. Um, and we can, boy, as I read it, I could see myself in some of these personality <laughs> types and understood a lot more about what was, what I was doing wrong. So very helpful. Um, this book is, uh, actually, I was going to reference that in another episode. Okay, we'll talk so about we'll that later. That. Yeah. Nice tease. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's Tune one later. If you're divorced, keep listening. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Boom. So when you, you listed these Three, four things, um, Uh three things that we can Can have control control over. Mm -hmm. What do you find? Is there any consistency as far as what seems to be a common area amongst 
mid singles that they lack belief, they lack strategy. All three. All three. Yeah. Okay. All three. Uh, and at, and sometimes at different times, right? Sometimes we have it all together and mm-hmm. sometimes we don't. I would say my observations are there's probably one of 17 things that people struggle with or five okay. of 17 things that, that people commonly struggle with. Mm-hmm. And we referenced um, anxi- crippling anxiety is a big one that a lot of us struggle with, um, you know, Lack of self-worth is another big one. Mm-hmm. But there are things that we, if we can identify what we're struggling with, then we can, can deal with look it. through, look for um, strategies to overcome them. I promise you're not the only one who struggles with low self-esteem or mm-hmm. low self-worth. I promise that you're not the only one who struggles with crippling anxiety. Um so these things have been dealt with by others before you and will continue to be dealt with by others after you. And you can be part of the solution by working to manage it yourself and understand what works um, and get past it. And yeah. I see the stuckest of the stuck um, just try some new strategies uh, and be accountable to them for long enough, and boom, they're through. In fact, one of my former clients went with me today to Good Things Utah. Oh, yeah. Because she's a therapist, and she is going to – I got her a spot to get on next week. Oh, nice. <laughs> and she's, like, terrified that yeah. she's going to be on TV. She'd never, you know, done anything like that before. So she wanted to come and just get a lay of the land. And I forget why I was talking about her. What were we talking well, about? Well, she was a former client. Yeah, yeah, so she's a former client of mine. And, you know, she was stuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just just really stuck and really hopeless. And she's a married lady now. And, you know, yeah. these things can be overcome. I'm telling you, it really is possible. Yeah. Well, and one of the things, and you probably won't want to talk about it, Kristen is very humble. She does not talk about, like, you know, a lot of people throw out there, like, I have a this success rate. I've gotten this many people married. You have to, like, force it out of her. But would you say that you have a high success rate? Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's very high? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, it depends on yeah, what Yeah, you we're... force that right out of her. But that's yeah. about as much as she's going to say about it. She's not going to give you stats. She's not going to. I don't really even track it, but I'll just tell you that most of my people get married yeah. between six and 18 months mm-hmm. after they start doing some of this stuff. Now, the caveat here, the abstract is when I say after they start doing this stuff, I do have clients that love to throw money at a problem, mm-hmm. but don't really want to change anything or, or be accountable or do the hard parts. Yeah. And so they don't have a lot of success, but the ones that apply the principles get married, like across the board. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how old or young or short or tall or fat or thin or dumb or (laughs) intelligent they are. There's a lid for every pot and you can find them if you're willing to identify the struggles and come up with the strategies to close the gap. You know, and one other thing I wanted to touch on was a lot of people are very they have a very adverse reaction to doing online dating. And mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But would you say that the vast majority of people that you have seen be successful have embraced online dating? Hmm. Yes. In okay. some way. In some they way. Have. Not always. As, was their success as a result of that or just they? Often. Oh, okay. But not always. Um, I 
I always hope for it because then I could say, told you, you didn't want to do it, but I made you and then you met him. Um, but it's a, it's a momentum thing, right? If you're engaged, okay. if you're willing to do the work, the icky, icky work of being online, <laughs> um, you're doing other things too and you're building the momentum and then you're one of my clients, uh, well, I was just talking to her yesterday and She's been doing work online and just needing some support and some encouragement. And I've been giving her that. Um, and her coworker set her up with his brother and it's going great. Yeah. Hmm. You know, they've been out a bunch of times and it's going great. And it wasn't online and I'm kind of bummed about that. But, <laughs> you know, success is success. And I will say this. Mm-hmm. If you're a professional person, you probably have 401k, right? An IRA that you're contributing to. So that means every paycheck, a significant chunk of that check is being subtracted from what you get to take home and spend and deposited in this IRA account that you can't touch until you're super old. We don't love that. Yeah. Right? It's hard for us to be like, oh, but I could spend that money on other things, you know, that I could enjoy more. But we're going to be really glad that we made that sacrifice when we're 65 mm -hmm. and we can use that money and we have set that up for ourselves. And that's the way I look at some of these icky things that we have to do that are, you know, outside our desires, you know, and it, maybe it doesn't feel completely natural. But if we're willing to do some of these strategies, uh, we will set our future up it's like a retirement account for your you know your social capital and your future and your security emotionally yeah yeah it, it sounds to me like i mean again what if you're that that rare person that doesn't actually find success in six to 18 months you can say that you have success and that you've improved yourself along the way yeah and i have a handful of clients that have not i feel like they're doing everything that they ought to be doing um but for whatever reason this window of luck has not opened up to them and oh it makes me furious and i feel so <laughs> sad and i'll bring the ice cream if and when that's you and it happens um but ac across the board those clients reach out to me and sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, am I going to crush them? Like, that's the thing that I really worry about. Are they mm -hmm. going to feel like, you know, I've made these, these promises to them and then it just hasn't happened. Um, but, but typically they say, I'm, I haven't found my person, but I'm in such a better place than yeah. I was. Yeah. I was underemployed before and I did the master's program and I have the degree now and I have this great job and, you know, I'm not there yet, but I, you know, I, I bought a house or I bought a car and mm -hmm. I was brave enough to do some of these things and I'm super proud. I'm better than I was before and I have more hope for the future, even though it hasn't happened yet. And that makes me like, you have no idea how yeah. much relief I feel when that happens um, because there are, I mean, it does happen. So I, I, it's not, it's not everybody. Yeah. Um, but I will say, yet, the end is not over. Absolutely. We're still here. The meteor hasn't hit us yet. <laughs> so there's still time. <laughs> oh, boy. Yet is the big key word. If it hasn't happened for you, mm -hmm. just that word yet is just tack it on to the end of whatever you're frustrated about. Well, you know, and we've talked about this on past episodes, and I think I've talked to Kristen about it, is like, I'm not somebody who prepares a lot 
obviously. Steve Nick's <laughs> like, please. Don't know what she's talking about. But I don't prepare a lot. That's not the way that my brain works. But, you know, I, I think it's interesting because in my patriarchal blessing, you know, like I've seen people's blessings in my family that it's like two paragraphs about here's all the details of the person you should be looking for. And you're going to have kids. And the, mine is two sentences. And it is as vague as vague can be. <laughs> and it's like not even like you're for sure going to get married. I mean, it's so vague. But the thing that always stands out to me is the first line of it is as you as you properly prepare. And I rem- and I think about it all the time of like, am I prepared to even be in a relationship right now? Am mm. I prepared to even be in a marriage right now? Mm. And so I think about the things that you're talking about with having strategies and these things like me preparing and actually getting into a good place and a good mindset and all of these things. I know that it's all going to fall in place when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not working on those things, not saying that he'll pass me by or something, but like it's going to take longer in my opinion because mm. I need to be ready. Mm. So that was just a little thought. Well, I in, I had an interesting reaction to that. Um, sorry, I'm going to put my coat on my lap. You're good. Um, I deal with this a lot where clients – feel like everybody else has their lives together but them mm-hmm. and that that you know I had, tell you, me, oh, I, I had know. a client tell me just today <laughs> I had a client tell me just today that should I even be trying like <laughs> I just have this crippling anxiety that I just mm-hmm. sh- I probably shouldn't even be trying and I had the the, the great privilege of informing her that there are a lot of married people in this world who are underprepared yeah. and who are full of crippling anxiety. And that is just not a prerequisite to you finding your person, mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying don't prepare. You should. And I hope that you're in a, a as good a place as you can get yourself in because I think you have your best opportunity to attract the best people when you are putting that work in. Yeah. However, you don't have to be perfect. Right? You don't have to have this all figured out and be in a certain place before you begin to try. Yeah. Um, so I would I would say we can be preparing simultaneously. We can be trying. Yeah. And and it just isn't required that you have all this stuff worked out before you can find your person. You know, and that just kind of reminds me of something else that you and Lauren taught me years ago about like kind of when you compile the top 10 list of what you're looking for in a person, the way you guys used to explain it to me was like the top five are kind of like non-negotiables. And then the bottom five are things they can be working on Mm -hmm. because some people are like, no, they have to be this. They have to be this. And it's like, but there are things they could be working on. And as long as they're moving forward, that is a good thing to be looking for. Yeah. And that, uh, so a lot of times the, the way we come up with those lists is like, you know, there's qualities and attributes and characteristics Mm -hmm. in you know, our sister's husband or our dad or, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these leaders that we have learned to love and have bonded with and they have these characteristics. And so that's why you want to find those characteristics, but they didn't have those characteristics when they were beginning, Mm -hmm. right before they were in the relationship, those characteristics came over time. And as a result of much struggle and strife, along the way with a partner, with their spouse. And they have rounded themselves out to be and possess these characteristics, Mm -hmm. but they didn't start that way. So we can't expect them to have all 10 um, because they just have to have the potential to to do some of those things. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That was just another thought. 
Well, I'm curious about back to the, this success formula. Um, how how do you go about implementing these things in with with your clients? Um, or is that giving away I don't too know. much? You just do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Worth trade. Every penny, That's my people. trade secret. <laughs> <laughs> we just gave away her whole income. Her whole income. <laughs> We just do it. She just does it. It's fine. I mean, I would say one thing at a time. I mean, it starts with one thought at a time. Like if you're willing, if you're willing to just sit down and think, okay, what is stopping me? Well, I'm so shy that I can't talk to anybody, you know, ever in a social setting. I have this like total panic meltdown. Have you seen that movie, the Disney movie about the emotions? What's it called? Oh, oh. Inside Out? Or- yeah. Yeah, yeah, Inside Out. And yes. do you remember at the end of the movie, um, she's talking to a, a teenage boy who's working in an arcade or something. I can't remember what the... And anyway, when she comes in and he sees her and he thinks she's cute, her his brain says, girl, girl. <laughs> you remember that part? Girl. Yes. <laughs> so if that's happening to you, that's like the problem, then we just have to figure a strategy mm-hmm. out to how, how do I soothe my mind when I work myself into a, a like a tizzy every time I get into this, you know, social situation. Yeah. Um, and there's a strategy for that. Other people have faced it before and they've, they've managed it. And, you know, some of these things that we struggle with, we're always going to struggle with yeah. and and they're never not going to be a part of us but we can get it into a window of tolerance and that's what you know the strategies that if we can identify what the struggles are then we can identify a strategy to help us bring those things into tolerance it's not like they don't have to exist anymore because they likely always will i have crippling anxiety but it's in a window of tolerance for me right now hasn't always been and i imagine there will be times in the future where it will rear its ugly head again yeah. and i'll have to mitigate it some more um but yeah that's why i say identify the way that we do it is not just by doing it but by first thinking through what is the struggle for me yeah so those beliefs yeah that you want to start there yeah it always starts with beliefs almost always I'm just sitting here so happy. I'm like, I just love her. I love her. Is that good? Is that enough? I feel like it's good. What's in that Coca-Cola? What else do you want to know? Oh, speaking of Coca-Cola. Let me drink my Coca-Cola. I stopped at the gas station near here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, I really wanted to go to Swig. Mm -hmm. um, But there was like 99 cars in the drive-thru. And I thought, oh, if I get in that line, I'm not going to get. You're never getting out. Yeah. So I stopped at the gas station and I got a caffeine-free Diet Coke. All right. And it's like the best caffeine-free Diet Coke I've ever had. There's one Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. It's Las Glorious in Draper. They have the best Diet Coke in the whole valley. Really? I've never met its equal until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the gas station by Nick's house. You're, you're, you're a connoisseur of caffeine-free uh-huh. Coke. Yes. And they're that different. They're, I oh, don't know yeah. why. And it's Some, consistently different. Well, I mean, I never had it. Oh, the Lost Glorious? Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Always good. And I'm not the only one who thinks so. I have said this to the really? staff there, and they say, oh, yeah, people come here with their cups because they like our Coke. And they we don't know why it's better, yeah. but people just really like it here. Wow. Well, it's like McDonald's has been proven to have, they supposedly have the best Coke and Diet Coke on the market because they like... They chill the <laughs> syrup. They chill the water to a certain thing. They add a certain amount. Like, it is a whole thing. 
Oh my god! It's kind of like Costco rotisserie chickens are the best. They You'll really never are. find a better. One. Oh, they're like they crack. really are so good. God, they're so <laughs> good. Five dollars, five bucks. How do you beat that? Mm-hmm. It's great. Somebody yeah. told me like Valentine's is coming. Don't get me a dozen roses. Just bring me a rotisserie. Bring chicken. me a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> man. Oh yes. <laughs> With one of their chocolate muffins on the side. Oh, those, those are, are good. good. Those are good. Yes. And, um, about 800 calories, but that's Don't all care. right. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> well, I hope that's helpful. I hope that is helps somebody out there. I hope it does yeah. too. And like I said, you don't have to call Kristen. You don't have to have a dating coach. You don't coach, need me, but, but it's nice. It is nice. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I have seen such a difference. Like I am the queen of buying self-help books, but I haven't finished one. I mm-hmm. haven't read a whole book in probably 10 years because mm. I just, my attention you span need is a just nosy, gone. You need a nosy married friend. Yeah, which my sister very much tries to be. <laughs> I, she you does. And she's wonder- oh, I love one? her so much. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I want to do this. Like, and so it has just been so nice to have somebody like Kristen that you really, we can just talk things through. And it's just so helpful. So you know what else is really nice? Hmm. Uh, 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 people have to pay me. I work for fun, for money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and when we financially invest, we tend to, to value the advice more. Absolutely. So my fix for that, just to encourage people not to call me, is you write your nosy married friend a check. Oh. And you say, please cash this if I don't do what we have agreed that I'm going to do. That's actually a good idea. Just a thought. <laughs> I like I hope that. it doesn't bounce. <laughs> or give him an envelope full of cash, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Ooh. Say, this cash is yours if I don't do, if I don't keep my commitments. That's a good idea. So so can I get hired as a nosy? <laughs> Not <laughs> mine. <laughs> you are married. I think he might qualify. <laughs> you, he would Nick probably... is willing to take your cash envelopes, everybody. That's what it's for, really. I don't care if you get married. <laughs> Nick is not a nosy person, but he is very good at helping like me stay accountable because mm-hmm. I'm like, squirrel, shiny light. <laughs> and he's like, barbate, barbate. Oh, speaking of so shiny. So back to the success formula. <laughs> I was at Walmart today and this little girl was wearing this sequin iridescent jacket. Yes. And it was so cute. I almost tackled her in the parking lot. <laughs> It was so sparkly. <laughs> so sparkly. Why did you attach, attack my child? Her sparkly jacket. <laughs> I had to. What are you, a fish? <laughs> this is a lure. Look at you. You're it was a lure. <laughs> it was exactly what She it stared was. at me for five seconds and then looked <laughs> away. And I couldn't... Oh, full circle. That was good. Yep. On that note, thank you so much. I hope that has helped people. As always, you can find Kristen's information on my website on Barbie Does Dating or just look up Kristen Sokol. If you Google it, it'll come right up. Yep. Or call your favorite nosy married friend. Yes. I mean, yeah, you don't have With to. With a call bag her. of cash. Yes. <laughs> Please help me. That's what will make it meaningful. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be talking to you again soon. 